Welcome to the fifth episode of the Hornet Hour podcast. I'm your host, Alex Berry. This month's episode will cover Career and Technical Education, also known as CTE Month. We will have several guests on this podcast to talk to us about the different CTE options. First up on the podcast is Bryant High School computer science teacher Brenda Qualls and Congressional App Challenge winner and Class of 2023 President Savion Murray. Thank you both for being with me today and taking time out of your busy day to do this. Of course, thank You're you. You're welcome. Let's start off real quick, Savion. Give me a 30-second elevator pitch about who you are. Okay, great. I am graduating this year, class of 2023. I am the Bryant High School Senior Class President. I am a first-generation minority leadership council member. I am our chapter's FCCLA president. I am in NHS and a number of other activities. Wow, you are busy. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Miss Brenda, give me a 30-second elevator pitch about yourself. Okay, well, first of all, I'm a Bryant High School alumni. <laughs> Me too. And I have taught computer science for 17 years. Uh, 11 of those were at Bryant High School. Uh, the classes I teach are programming year one, programming year two, which uses Python. Then I use, uh, or I teach AP Computer Science Principles, and I also teach AP Computer Science A, which is a uh, college course on Java programming. Goodness, you teach a lot of programming languages. Yes. I love it. Sabion, what made you take computer science, and are you looking to do this in your future? Um, when I first uh, signed up for the class, I didn't necessarily think that I was going to pursue a career in computer science. My dad actually uh, works with computers and information systems, so he kind of encouraged me to take the class because he said that it'd be a good learning development for me. And I was like, well, I mean, I'll go ahead and take the class. It doesn't seem too difficult, which is um, don't listen to your father if he got <laughs> a degree in it. Um, but I do really like the class. It has uh, encouraged me to dis to learn a little bit more about it. I don't think that I'll major in it possibly, but it could help with my major so awesome what are you planning on doing I am uh, planning to go into law and oh. so I do kind of want to get uh, a taste of everything mm -hmm. before I get into that it's good to have a well-versed background especially if you're going to go into law I mean it really is um, so what are some cool projects that you have worked on in class so far um, we do something every day in Ms. Qualls' class. Uh, there's never a day where we're not doing something. Uh, I have, as you mentioned earlier, I was a Congressional App Challenge winner for our District 2 here in Arkansas. So I did create an app on that. Uh, right now we're learning a little bit a little bit about cybersecurity, and we've done a lot of programming in this class as well. Cybersecurity is really good to have. I mean, especially with all the things we're facing right now. Um, if you haven't heard, not that long ago, Little Rock School District got taken over by mm, um, yes. a cybersecurity attack. And I believe it's going to cost them a quarter of a million dollars just to get all their stuff back. Mm. That is actually called ransomware. Yes. Yes. And I know our tech department is real leery about everything we do here, especially yeah. after that happened so close to us. So they've hyped up their security as well. Miss um, Brenda, what are some... What are all the programming languages you are currently learning, and what do you what do you suggest people start with if they want to start down this path? Okay, so this year, uh, starting with ninth graders this year, everyone has to have a computer science credit to graduate. Mm -hmm. So we have an intro class that uses a drag and drop language called Scratch, where the kids can make movies. We've made art. We make games, and it's like putting puzzles to people puzzle pieces together on the screen. They actually click together. Oh. And um, we even learn harder concepts in programming, like yesterday we did procedures and we pass arguments to the procedures. So we may be using a simple language. The kids really like it. Um, 
they they're very creative. I have kids. Some of them will do the basic, but some of them go above and beyond. And, like, one girl created a world where um, a person walked across the world, and when they would stop at a country, it would give um, topics, um, places to see, things to do in that country. It was, it, And the graphics were amazing wow. just from this little intro. So the kids get really excited. Um, I also teach a AP class that's on the same level. It's an intro class, and it also uses a drag-and-drop um, coding application or language called um, App Inventor, and the kids actually create apps on their phone, and that's the one Savion turned in for a Congressional App Challenge. The next one I teach is Programming Year 2, that's the one we're going to learn the language Python in, which is fairly new to me, so I'll have to learn it too. Um, and then the last one I teach is AP Computer Science A, and that's um, straight up Java. It's very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, the incentive for that is if the kids pass the AP exam at the end of the school year, they get a check written out to them from the State Department of Ed. It's not a scholarship. It's a straight-up check. So if wow. they pass with a five... They get a thousand dollars. What? If they pass wow. with a four, they get seven fifty, and if they pass with a three, they get two fifty. Wow. The school also is awarded money based on students passing, and so I use that as an incentive to promote computer science. Wow, that is awesome! I didn't know about the checks. That's awesome. Yep. Um, what are the current paths you're seeing students take with um, whenever they leave your? computer science program? Most that are interested in computer science go to a four-year college. Mm-hmm. Um, some go to a two-year. You can get a two-year associate's degree and get a job programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, the four-year degree, um, you can you can get out of college with a four-year degree in computer science and do very well. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on and get your master's or your doctorates, you mm-hmm. can do even better. But, uh, yeah, most of them go on to uh, college because most companies are going to want you to have some kind of degree. There are some kids that are self-taught, but you're still going to need to have something to get into a big company. Right. Are there any success stories that you've seen from students taking your class? Yes. I uh, Last year I had a student um, – go to Washington University on a full scholarship Wow! to study computer science. I have a uh, female student that works for the FBI. She takes down terrorist websites. Oh, that's cool. I have a student that works for Dynetics in Alabama, mm-hmm. and they're like a defense contract. They're uh, NASA's biggest contract worker. So wow. they do a lot of things with space and rovers and lasers. So I have a student that works for that. I also have a student that he's so sweet. He emails me every fall and he works for Microsoft in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then I have a local uh, programmer that works in Jonesboro and he works for a, uh, it's a utilities billing company. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets to work from home and it's just a great career. And I am amazed at all these students that I have taught that go on that are very successful in computer science. That's awesome. That means you're doing a good job from what I'm seeing. I love it. (laughs) Savion, what are some of the suggestions that you would give to someone wanting to take computer science? So some some suggestions I would give is even if you don't want to take computer science, I think that it's good to have some kind of foundation rather than just, uh, especially my class, who's just required to take like our computer lab classes in elementary school and then maybe a keyboarding class. I feel like it's definitely important to get 
um, a more solid foundation in computer sciences because it's different from any class that you'll ever take. Um, there's curriculums for every other class where you have to learn specific things, but computer science is always expanding. So I feel like it's definitely a class that everybody should take at least once in their lives and really dedicate yourself to it. Don't just do the bare minimum. Really try to learn something. That's good. That's good. Now, I saw your app video, your submission, and that was pretty cool. Explain to everyone listening what your app does. Yes. So my app um, is uh, it's about college, specifically because I'm going to be a college student next year. And it, everything came at me very fast because I wasn't really familiar with the college process. As I have no other no older siblings, I am the oldest and I'm going to be the first one in many, many years of my parents that are going to college. So I really was a little bit unfamiliar about the whole process and it's very overwhelming. There are so many elements that go into it and still now in January, I am still having to do many, many things to get into college. So I thought that if there was an app out there somewhere where it gave you some kind of checklist of all the things that you had to do, that it would be a lot easier to navigate. So in my app, there are a number of different elements that tell you uh, things that you should accomplish before and while you're getting ready to go to college, such as as completing your FAFSA, completing the CSS profile, uh, creating an Amazon wish list, and completing all different kinds of things for your application process. That is awesome. Yeah, I am too a first generation student, and I wish I would have had that back in the day because neither one of my parents went to college and my grandparents didn't go to college. So I didn't really have anyone to tell me what to do. I had to figure it out all on my own. Yeah. And back then, we didn't really have apps. I mean, we had <laughs> the iPhone had just started coming out back when I was in school, high school. So. It's kind of crazy the way technology has um, progressed since since then. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenda, what about the other apps that placed at the Congressional um, App Challenge? There was another team um, of students, Kaya Britt and Lydia Payne. They created a app uh, that helps students in their core classes for like math or science, and it would redirect those students based on their questions to uh, websites that would help them with the subject. And they were they placed second mm-hmm. in the con- Congressional App Challenge. Wow, that's awesome. You had a top, you had the top two. Top two in the from state. Bryant High School. Wow, that is awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this. Um, y'all have any other things you'd like to say about computer science? I mean, just take computer science seriously. Even like like I said, if you're not interested, just give it a chance. I mean, it's only a year class and you can learn a lot from it. So I definitely say just give it a chance. Awesome. Well, thank you guys very much. And we'll have our next podcast people up next. I believe it's going to be Miss Lindsay Forga and Leah Lyle with Internship. Hello, job seekers. Looking to get more from your work? How about more flexibility or free training or simply the chance to make a big difference every day? Sound good? Kelly Education is hiring substitute teachers and paraprofessionals for Bryant Public Schools. Find out how to get started by calling 1-800-528-0049, option 2. That's 1-800-528-0049, option 2. Call today. Kelly is an equal opportunity employer. In our next segment of the Hornet Hour podcast, we talk with Bryant High School's internship coordinators, Lindsay Forga and Leah Lyle. Lindsay and Leah have been at Bryant High School for nine years. They started together here at the high school. Ladies, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. Sweet. I like to start out um, with everyone that I bring onto the podcast is giving me a 30-second elevator pitch about each one of you. Who wants to go first? Leah? Okay, Leah can. Um, So... Started out here at Bryant after graduating from Fayetteville with a business education degree. 
I grew up in Sling County, so I knew that I wanted to pursue um, employment here in the best area for high schools in our state um, and found a home in the business department. So um, spent a couple years just teaching regular classes and the internship program developed and I wanted to join in with Lindsay. Lindsay? Okay, so um, I am actually what you call a non-traditional teacher. Um, I had a career in HR before deciding to make a change um, and pursue teaching. So um, my degrees are in business. I've got a BBA and an MBA from Henderson, um, and so I pursued a non-traditional license. Um, and I'm actually an alum of Bryant. I graduated from here and re- was really excited to get to come back um, and kind of to become a Hornet again and teach here. Um, and I really enjoyed it. The internship and um, that opportunity to teach that program was really exciting for me because I felt it kind of um, blended in my former career with uh, my new career. So um, that was exciting to, to get to jump on board with that. And now almost six, seven years later, um, it's still going strong. So. Yes, that's awesome. And excuse the nice little t- uh, tardy bell. We're at the high school recording the podcast today. Um, the internship has, you know, seen a lot of success over the past couple of years since y'all took o- uh, started it, I guess. Um, tell me about the inter- uh, internship and how it got started. Go ahead. Okay. So um, the internship program is a program here on campus for our seniors, um, and there are some qualifications. You've got to have a 2.0 and um, 19 credits completed at the end of your junior year, which basically means the student's on track to graduate. Um, And the idea came from... um, just after some district leaders kind of sitting around the table um, realizing that students were getting to their senior year and only needed a few credits to graduate. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they were spending the rest of their school day um, in various classes that they may or may not have truly been interested in, but they needed to fill up a schedule. Um, And also around the same time, getting feedback from the community, parents, students, um, it was, there was a need for Um, more opportunities to gain relevant um, experience while in high school. Um, And so kind of merging those two kind of revelations, I guess, um, the internship program was born. So students can be off campus up to three class periods a day, um, either working or interning. Um, Some of them do volunteer on a consistent basis. But basically the idea was just to um, allow students not on campus in a traditional course, but still in a position to learn some job skills, some professional skills, gain some experience, um, either working or interning. That's awesome. And, you know, with that, they the students are still getting all their credits. And they are, even with the internship program and being out for three classes, they will graduate on time. Yeah, so our program is... Um, tailored to the school and our students needs um they can do up one two or three periods a day and that is for a local credit and so everything that we're doing within our internship program is specific to us um and the students are still receiving you know up to three hopefully a's um, (laughs) on their transcript and which is helpful to some of them um and with the requirements that 2.0 and that 19 credit um they also have to have their own transportation to get to or from their job or internship um so that's one other requirement needed that's good do you accept every student that applies or do you have limits and is there like a class size limit as well 
So again, um, those um, GPA and credit qualifications that we mentioned in the transportation, um, we've never set just a solid um, limit on the program as far as the number of students. Obviously, we want it to be something that um, Leah and I can still manage um, and still have fidelity in the program and, and be able to have you know enough opportunity to meet with these students and, and meet their needs and, and still have a good solid program. Because um, while at the same time, we also teach other courses as well. So no set number, and we just like to keep it something manageable um, so that students are still benefiting from it and still have the support that they need from us as teachers. And there's a lot of moving parts to that, too. So we do have students um, in all areas that are a part of the program, whether they um, are in athletics or AP students, or um, we've had some students that work in the transportation department on campus that um, may have special needs. So we do look at all aspects of our campus as far as student body, um, but it's helpful to know that they're interested in it for the right reason. Mm -hmm. So whether they have the need to earn an income for their family, they're wanting that experience, that career field, maybe both in the same, um, the students should show interest in wanting to gain something from internship rather than just get off campus a couple hours early. (laughs) Right. Um, So do you guys help students um, with who they really don't know what field they want to go into? are there what kind of opportunities do you present for them whenever they want when they don't know what they want to do do we take do we take um I guess back in the day I took the cooter test I guess yeah. what it was called and that kind of showed me what my pathways and we do it in a variety of ways so we of course can't know if it's a third of our student or senior class we don't personally know all of these students so we um try our best to meet individually with each student that has interest in signing up for the class in the spring. Um, That initial meeting is very quick, but it gives us an insight um, whether they are interested in pursuing employment or an internship or possibly both. Um, And they say, oh, well, I'm interested in the medical field, but I'm not necessarily sure what that means, or I'm interested in welding, or I'm interested... um, in small business, I have my own business or I have my own business and this is what I do in the summer. I'm looking to expand it, you know, further. So we kind of just gain that initial interest and we work from there to point them in different directions. Um, it's been helpful with it being our, is it the eighth year? Um, yeah, I'm so, I think I'm going to say seventh maybe. Okay. Or wait, seventh year. We've kind of been able to gain those partnerships to point them, but also understand like, okay, well, we know that you want to be a doctor. I'm not necessarily sure you can intern ex- specifically with a doctor, but we've got these types of mm-hmm. avenues that we can investigate. And students coming into it again, they have the option to either work a job or intern in a field. Um, and both, you know, are very beneficial. Um, and a lot of them know going into it, I'm planning to use a job. I've got a job now. I'm just going to stick with it. Or if they don't have the job yet, you know, they don't have to necessarily have the job secured until school starts. But we, um, you know, we may send a list of businesses we know who are hiring or if they need resume help or something like that. And then the students who are, you know, want to spend the time truly interning and exploring a career, um, hopefully a lot of them kind of have an idea of what they're interested in um, with all of our CTE programs that we have. 
um, in our um, fairly recent kind of career house model that we've implemented, kind of the idea is in their younger grades and um, leading up to their senior year, they um, lock on lock into a couple of CTE programs that we have here, and we offer so many. Um, and then they pursue that, take a few courses in that area, and then by the time they get to their senior year, they if they want to further pursue it, potentially you know work in that field or intern in that field. Um, so kind of big picture, we would love to see students really kind of start thinking about this um, ninth, tenth grade year. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any gaps that you're seeing um, that you have students interested in the field, but you're not really getting employers mm-hmm. to allow them to be interns? A lot of times, um, the, the trade industries, um, sometimes welding, um, mechanical, like no. working on auto. Um, it, it's interesting because there's a need for the for the employers to have right. employees, but a lot of them are limited on the liability factor. So they want the student to at least be 18 or to have some type of certification coming into that role. Um, for their liability purposes. Um, and we're hoping maybe um, fields like that with, with the new career center and partnering with them, maybe that'll open up um, some new doors mm-hmm. as time goes on. Um, but yeah, a lot of time it's just the liability. They, they want them to be 18 or over. And most of our seniors don't t- turn 18 till mid to latter part of their senior year. Or if it's a very specialized like request. So we've had students say, I want to be a marine biologist and they're, you know, yeah, those are far and few between here. <laughs> right. And we right live here. in a landlocked state. So <laughs> we help students kind of think outside the box, um, you know, a little bit. So maybe you want to pursue science, but let's, let's go a different route. You know, yeah. Honestly. Let's get um, this. So we had a student with marine biology and she volunteered at the Humane Society. So okay. definitely placed her in something to get experience like within the animal fields, but, right. um, and a good, a good overall resume builder as well. That's awesome. Um, what do organizations have to do to become a part of your internship program or get on your list? Um, are there any requirements to be a part of this? Okay. Um, and we are always looking to add more. So if anybody listening is interested, <laughs> reach out to us. Um, but really, um, no requirements. A lot of big question that always comes up from new businesses is does this have to be paid, mm-hmm. uh, a paid or un- unpaid internship? And that is completely up to the business. Um, we have had some do paid internships of course we tell students most internships are going to be unpaid you're working for free and um, we've had some situations where it maybe started unpaid and became a paid opportunity um, but that is completely up to the to the to the business um, typically most students and it can vary um, depending on how many class periods they have but most students need to get 10 hours a week um, and if that is possible with the business and, and their needs um, you know that would be something we would kind of talk about up front is is do you have um, you know would you be able to provide that student with at least 10 hours a week um, and a lot of times they just ask you know well, what exactly do you want the student to learn and because we're such a broad program and we have everybody ranging from you know being in one of our elementary schools to at Selene Memorial Hospital you know it, it there aren't specific guidelines we're going to put out there um biggest thing is just we we want students to try to be exposed to as much as possible mm-hmm. in the real world of it you know you know working in a law field or law um law firm rather you know it's not like law and order you know getting them get to see the real nitty-gritty of what a career is kind of day in and day out because sometimes the students kind of have have one thing in mind and they see what people actually do from day to day and it's kind of eye-opening but um yeah anything no, and I think a lot, some 
some businesses come back and say, well, what are, what are you expecting of me? Like, what are Mm -hmm. my requirements? Um, and then we don't ever want to burden the business. So we have the student or the supervisor of the student complete an evaluation form once a semester. And then we try to regularly touch base as much as we can without being, um, a nuisance to anybody's email (laughs) inbox. But a lot of times the, internship unless it's a formal where there's a business that already has you know an intern placement there um it's something that builds on itself and so we love it whenever the first few weeks the students taking out the trash filing some papers and then Mm -hmm. they build in responsibilities and duties within that student based on you know where it takes them and so I think that's been a really cool process to see the business um, take advantage of the talent that this student may have like on social media or um, teaching them how to do a copy machine <laughs> or yeah, yeah. yes and so yeah it's been it's been cool and the businesses have really seen a um, opportunity arise to take advantage of having that fresh you know point of view and I think a lot of organizations are accustomed maybe to taking on college interns but sometimes they're hesitant to take on high school, high school. interns <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, we just got some really really talented students that end up doing really well and um, you know I think you could talk to several of our businesses that we partnered with over the years and um, you know they have some really really great things to say um, and if you are interested we've, we have uh, the first thing we would do would send, uh, send a business like a business needs form which basically would create kind of like a job description that we would then um, kind of analyze and as we meet our new students coming into the program kind of vet out you know students that we feel uh, might fit that um, that area and then we also if you participate we have um, an MOU a memo um, uh, yeah, memorandum of understanding. understanding. Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that you'd sign. Um, so, but just so just a couple forms there. But um, yeah. So speaking of, to all that, what is um, some of your great success stories with this program? Yeah, so we've had several. Um, we were brainstorming more about this, and it's kind of fun to reflect on our students, um, especially the ones that. S- really just kind of stepped out of their comfort zone and found something that they really loved. Um, so we've had a student particular, or specifically it was a coworker's daughter and she was looking for some part-time work and she, inter- she ended up interning at an unpaid internship at the prosecuting attorney's office um, in Sling County. And that turned into a paid opportunity for her because of her work and her work ethic. And then she decided that law was something that she was interested in pursuing for a career. And so that just taking, you know, a couple of steps outside of her box and wanting to experience something new. She met so many people through judges, lawyers, you know, law clerks, um, criminals. So um, it was just a really great experience for her, her senior year. Lindsay, do you want to talk about one? Yeah, um, and that student she mentioned is actually pursuing law um, mm-hmm. college now. So, wow. um, And we have a student who graduated last year who went through, um, she was part of our internship group at Sling Memorial. Um, and one thing they do there is they rotate through multiple departments within the hospital from administrative departments, um, you know, to actual, um, you know, departments where they get 
face-to-face interaction with patients so they get to kind of see a little bit of everything we had a student there her ultimate goal is to become a nurse um, but she did so well in her rotation through the pharmacy there that um, upon graduation she was hired on as a pharmacy tech there um, and our knowledge is still there right now kind of working working there as she um, pursues a nursing degree so that what directly came from her experience and, and how well she did at the internship there so just a couple of examples yeah and I want to highlight one more because this particular business has been so great to us. Um, Carson Physical Therapy mm-hmm. um, has hosted interns since we started the program. Um, he did have a location here on campus, but he's hosted up to six within one year um, of students wow. that are interested in physical therapy, which really, ironically, this year is the first year a student hasn't pursued physical therapy but that has been one of those really popular career fields um which it's been awesome because we've had students that have stayed with him and worked there um, part-time during the summer um and continued to come back for you know while they were in college and work but we've also had students that thought they wanted to be a physical therapy um, or physical therapist and decided that that was not (laughs) what they wanted and specifically one young man he came to me and he said I I've realized why I don't like it and I, I was trying to you know say well what what's wrong and he said I love the medical aspect but I hate that I can't just do a quick fix like he hated uh, that the physical therapy was going to take weeks and maybe months to do this um you know helping the helping the patient he said I know that I want to be a doctor because I want to be able to go in and fix it immediately for the person. And so it was an interesting perspective and, you know, things don't really work out that way a lot of times in life, but, right. um, <laughs> you know, he stuck with it for this semester. He gained some knowledge and people skills, um, those bedside or bedside manners. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he moved on and did something else spring semester. So, you know, those things are, those experiences the net the ones that say oh well this is going to take my path differently are just as important as the ones that are like oh this is what I want to do for sure <laughs> right well, and a few examples we've talked about have been internships but we have students in jobs it may, it may not be a career path they're wanting to follow but they are working a lot of hours um, now and I mean I know we had an early grad last semester who um, worked, um, I believe it was Popeye's and he, I mean, he was a shift oh, yeah. manager essentially. I mean, we have, Oh, I students, think he was like number two <laughs> we have students, wow. um, in a lot of situations where they are the leaders on their job. Um, you know, they are leading other, other students or, or, um, you know, peers. Um, so, and working a lot of hours. So we've, we've got some good successful stories, you know, from students, um, working jobs as well. So really it's just, no matter what route a student chooses to go, it is just, invaluable the experience I mean they're getting wow you guys are doing some wonderful things with this program this this is exciting (laughs) to hear about and hopefully everyone else will um join in and um become part of the some more um I'm sorry give some more opportunities to our students around here hoping a couple businesses listening to this podcast will shout out and reach out to you guys yeah um and thank you to those who already do, those that, that take on interns and those that are open and willing to hire, um, you know, teenage employees. So Yes, because that, that, I know just teaching them alone is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And hi, then hiring them yeah. is giving them real-life experience. And, and we get some interesting emails from our supervisors or phone calls. And we're always willing to help, like, if there is a situation where 
the student has just seemed to drop off. You know, we're here to kind of touch base with that student and see if anything's going on. Um, or, you know, hey, they did this the other day at the job. Can you all discuss this a little bit further with them on a better way to manage that experience or, you know, situation? So it's been it's fun. Every day is And even different. if it's not always a success story, just, just had one today come in and talk to me about um, getting let go from their job. So we talk them through that, through that, you know, um, and then also if a student's wanting to leave a job or change jobs, kind of walking them through the proper way to um, leave a job on good terms and, and start a new one. So, you know, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. No, it's not. But, um, <laughs> you know, just imagine, you know, being able to experience this and learn how to work through these issues now as 17, 18 year olds versus having to, to wait and, and kind of go through them and learn how to handle them when, um, you know, things are just a little bit more serious and yeah. you're out there in the real world. Mm-hmm. More to lose. And everything. Yeah. So. Right. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this today. Y'all have been great. Um, I hope to have y'all on here again and maybe season two, maybe season three. <laughs> if, if we get that far in the podcast. We'll bring um, some students next time so you don't have to listen to us talk. Oh, we would love that. Well, thank you guys. Thank you.